Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to episode 261 of the Player Player Podcast. Before we get started, I want to give a big thank you to the both old and new additions to our crew tuning in to listen to us do what we do. I don't know why I paused. I was like, is this the part where our sin comes in? No. Do what we do. And what's that, our sin? Talk about video games. Talk about video games. Every Thursday, every week, we gather around the virtual water cooler to discuss video games and the culture surrounding them. I'm your host, Joseph Hooper, a.k.a. The Hoop Man, along with my co-host, the champion of the loser's bracket, Arsene Lakpa. Guys, you know, it's crazy out here. You know, I'm a fighter, born and raised, but at the end of the day, I did get knocked out. However, that was only one time. I made my, I climbed my way all the way back to the top. So the losers brackets. I won the losers bracket, and then I got my ass beat in the grand final. So how embarrassing! You know it, it happens, but at least I won one bracket, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, mm, I don't know. Uh, anyways, that's what we're talking about today. Evo, we're throwing it back to the for those who've been around for a while. You guys know this is how we used to do things. All right, we used to have it all in one episode, the cool down. And the, the main show was all one big old episode. And then we started splitting it up. And quite frankly, I've been so lazy with updating the, uploading the cooldowns. Like, I did not upload uh, last week's cooldown. I'm going to have to do that after this call. I just, That's crazy. I just have it. I just have it. I've been, I've been slacking. So uh, now, this week, you guys don't have to worry about that. Because uh, I'm going to give this file to Arsene. He's going to upload it. And diggity-diggity uh, do. All the way finger up, so I thought you were stopping me, but... Oh no! I was just, you know, like Alakazoo, bippity boo, bippity boppity boo. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, Reason we're doing an all-in-one episode today is because I am catching a flight. I'm jet setting uh, across the the world, quite frankly, tomorrow. Headed to uh, the land of the rising sun, Tokyo. Uh, And you know, gotta get get some final last things squared away. Uh, So we're gonna try and get this recording knocked out. Uh, but before then, how you been? I've been pretty good, man. I got a little story to tell. I'm trying to keep okay. it brief. But, uh, okay. you know, last month you were away mm-hmm. uh, while I got my hair cut. Yeah. So once again, I, you know, I've decided, you know, I've got to up my haircut average. You know, before, mm. uh, I would say last year and the years before, you know, especially during COVID, I was averaging like two haircuts a year, basically. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't cut it. It doesn't cut it. No pun intended. Oh, um, so I decided to, to go back to my boy, uh, Clip. Clip is his name. Shout out Clip. I don't There's know. No I, way. That's not his legal name. Okay. It, I, I know for a fact it's not his legal name, but I'm, <laughs> which I, I need to ask him, like, why, why are you going by Clip, bro? What, give me your government. Like, I can't address yeah. nobody by their nickname. This is not yeah. Discord. Anyways. No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so my boy Clip, uh, the dude who roasted the shit out of me last time, you know, it was all out of love. Mm-hmm. Um, I hit him up. I say, hey, let me go ahead and get my hair cut. You know, it was the baby's half birthday this past weekend. That's another, you know, little turn tidbit up. of news. Turn turn up for the little baby. Um, let me go ahead and get uh, fresh real quick. So I, you know, make the appointment. No big deal. Yada yada. I'm think I see an address on the uh, on this like barber booking app or whatever. But I'm like, mm-hmm. hmm, that doesn't look right. That looks like that looks like a, a hospital. I'm not going mm-hmm. there. I'm going to like the place, you know, the barber shop where I met him where uh-huh. he was before. So I go to the barbershop. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm two seconds away. I see a text message on my phone. New location. It's just a text message from him. And he sends the location. I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. So I'm like, dang. Okay. It looks like it is over by this hospital. Uh-huh. I put it in 
to Google Maps. It's taking me, you know, on some back roads, you know, no big deal. It's by the hospital, like closest where my daughter was born. So, you know, okay, I know where I'm going. Up, so it's right down the street from there. But then I'm where I pull into you is this office building. And I'm like, wait a minute. Oh, it must be like an apartment. It's like apartments and an office building. And I'm like, okay, maybe he's doing like house call or something right now. Or not house call, <laughs> but like, you know, in his house. Yeah. And I got to pull up. And he's going to cut me there. And I'm like, all right, sure, whatever. I'm looking around. I'm like, dang, I don't see anything barber related. I don't know what to do. So I call him up. And he's, I'm like, I'm outside. I tell him I'm outside this building called Evestment. Evestment. Uh-huh. I don't know what the hell Evestment is, but it's just some like office. It's just like a re- like a regular ass office building. Parking lot is basically empty. Two other cars out there. I'm like, uh-huh. what is going on here? He's like, oh yeah, just come uh-huh. inside, bro. Come up to the fourth floor. Oh my like, god. <laughs> I'm like, no, oh, I'm like, I no. could die. This could be it for me. But I'm like, I got a person here, bro. I need, I get, I need to get my hair cut. I gotta get the cut. So I go up to the fourth floor of this building. You know, I'm just walking in random doors. I'm like, dang, I hope I don't get arrested for trespassing. But, you know, I make it to the fourth floor. As I come out the elevator, he, I see Clip waving somebody else off into the elevator, like his previous client. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, so I guess this must be the right spot. Then he's like, hey, what's good, bro? Follow me. So I'm like, uh, okay, let me follow him. Please tell me why this man takes me into just like, imagine like an office building. It's just, it is yeah. just an office building. So <laughs> when he, takes me from the elevator it's like a an abandoned office oh no <laughs> so not, i am not shitty bro like it is an, to work in this place he says he leased it out he says he's got the lease going you know i asked him all about it and whatnot but it is an abandoned office like i'm talking like you know it's got the car you know a nice little office carpet floor no yeah. desk no chairs and then he takes me into this back room and it's abandoned office and he's like yeah this is my space i'm leasing out and i'm about to you know renovate it and whatnot and I'm like, uh, damn. Like, I'm, and then he sits me down in an office chair. I'm like, <laughs> oh, no, not the Herman Miller cut. <laughs> he got me. It wasn't even the Herman Miller cut. But I wish I got the Herman <laughs> Miller cut. Um, needless to say, my boy Clip, you know, he always does me right. You know, I guess this is the only time number two. But, you know, he's two for two right now. So shout okay, out Clip okay. one time. Uh, you know, I'm hoping that his little spot does come uh, come together, come through. Uh, without any issues, but it was definitely a jarring experience um, showing up to an office building and going to an abandoned office, following a man into a into an abandoned yeah, office. I don't know about that one. I'm like, dang, am I are my self preservation skills that low? Yeah, I don't bro. I don't care about my life. I don't value my life. I, I, I value send me cut, a photo, bro. bro. Send me a photo where you are. I need to see. Sure yeah, sus around there. That's what I should have done, but I, I alas I did not. So I did get my cut. Uh, I had some, you know, chopped it up with my boy. We had a good old time. So, okay. that's it, bro. Round two of the barber. Hopefully, I'm, I'm gonna go back next month. I'm gonna let y'all know the update oh, from the next office. Month. Um, that's crazy. Okay, okay. Look at you. So I'm gonna, you know, I don't know. Eventually, I will go back to my boy Clip and let y'all know. The craziest part though is that I asked him. I was like, bro, I just got my haircut with you at the barber shop a month ago. What happened? He was like, oh yeah, like two days later, I just left. I was okay. like, what? Uh, <laughs> I was like, he got. He was like, yeah, I already had, I had this like lined up. I'm like, damn, all right, well, I guess I got luckier. I, I, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Anyway, we need, we need the rundown. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of getting your haircut, I got my haircut too today. Excellent. Turn my camera on just a quick you got second. To. Just a quick, just to give you a little uh, sneak pre. There we go. I mean, you can't really see it well because uh, the light is in the way, but yeah, the light's kind of going crazy. Up. It does look lined yeah, up. I see that fade on the side there. That looks pretty clean. Pretty clean. Uh, unfortunately, I did have to cheat on my barber 
with a different barber. Uh, my boy David, who usually cuts my hair, uh, he was booked out, and you know I'm going to Japan Dang. tomorrow, so I was like, I need I need this ASAP. So I had to had to go with Phil in the same barber shop. David was there, so I was like, hey man, yeah, you know I got had to book him because you were booked out. He's like, oh no problem. Uh, <laughs> I love Phil, bro. Phil is a nerd, so I'm like, let's go. You feel better than David. Say what? Is Phil better than David? I mean, their cuts like, are basically the same, but okay. the the chair talk is better with Phil. God, David you, just you know he just talking about regular old regular old Joe Schmo topics. Phil was talking about yeah. Uh, I I just started watching One Piece. I've been watching pretty consistently. I was like, oh nah. I was like, he's like, yeah, my girl started started looking at me watching. She's like, I want to watch too. So now we both watching One Piece. I was like, oh nah. He's yeah, like, yeah. trip. He's like, yeah, watching this is almost like more dedication than a relationship. I'm like, yeah, yeah, there's so many episodes, bro. Like, <laughs> he's telling me about all this stuff. He's like, uh, oh, you going to Japan? He's like, yeah, look up uh, Hard Metal Jesus or something like that. Rock Metal Jesus or something. He's like, yeah, he What's does some that? good videos for like retro games. Go go watch his videos. I was like, okay, okay, David had the... He putting you on? Yeah, I was like, he's asking me about my favorite animes and he was like, yeah. I just sold my retro game collection. They gave me a pretty good price. I was like, oh, okay, you're a collector. Okay. He's <laughs> giving me the, the whole ups and downs. So, uh, <laughs> shout, out to, shout out to Phil. Great guy. Shout out to Phil. Oh, that might have been Philip DeFranco, huh? It might have been. might have been. But he was Asian, so I don't think so. Um, hmm. The only thing is, like, Phil, he does that thing where, like, he's getting real into the conversation. So, he's like, stop. He's like, not good. Oh, I'm like, no. Man. I'm like, this is... This is a 9 a.m. appointment, sir. I got to go to work. You need to get your ass back on the clips. <laughs> That's the only thing. Uh, so, shout out to Phil. Other stories. Just been par- preparing for Japan. Uh, that's been all fine and bandy. I don't have any major stories um, besides, I mean, my plan is to get some retro games. Uh, I learned there are some alternate covers for sp- uh, specific games so i'm like okay i wouldn't mind getting like a used copy of an alternate cover game like i i was looking out because i was basically looking to see what souvenirs i could get i'm like i don't really want a pokemon plush or anything like that i'm just i'm not i'm not gonna use that. Oh, I'm just gonna take up space all right i might get a t-shirt but i also don't want like no crazy i don't want fucking mario mural on my t-shirt walking around like a grown man and a, and a large Mario t-shirt around downtown Seattle, right? So I was like, what mm-hmm. can I get that's just nice and cool? I was like, why don't I get some retro games that are like, have some sentimental value towards Japan? So I looked up alternate covers. Apparently they have like alternate covers for the Ratchet and Clank games, which I love. Okay. I love Ratchet and Clank. So I was like, oh shoot, I'm, I might have to go ahead and cop these. And I think they, most games, most used games in Japan that aren't like super rare, maybe like 20 bucks or less maybe seven dollars if it's used and old so uh plan on getting maybe some alternate covers metal gear solid 4 which i've never played but the okay. alternate cover is pretty clean original super mario bros and the SNES snes package uh with the japanese clean cover clean some clean stuff so uh yeah we'll see what i get back but definitely that's probably going to be my souvenir of choice who knows? Maybe I'll grab a, a T-shirt or two from the Nintendo store, maybe a couple keychains. But that's the current plan. Other than that, who knows, man? Who knows what 
the next two weeks have in store for me. I'm sure I'll come back with a full cool down worth of topics to I'll be ready. Convert town. Uh, it is supposed to be 90 plus degrees. It's supposed to feel like 100. So I may not come back at all. I may not come back at all. Oh, what the it's supposed heck? to be hot as shit. Uh, so we'll see if I survive. Uh, if your boy has a heat stroke and has to be rushed to the hospital and doesn't make it back to the U.S., then enjoy this last podcast. Everybody. You're going to be walking. Your ass I'm gonna off be walking too. for sure. I'm yeah. be walking for sure. So uh, it's supposed to be raining too. So I'm hoping there's like some little like counterbalance where somehow it's a hundred degrees, but the water is cooling me off. Mm. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. Um, Can I make a request? Yeah. Yeah. You brought up okay. retro games. I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm putting this on the pot. If you find me a Japanese cover of Toko Bot. Used Does copy or whatever, they've got it, bro. It's called Karakuri. Can you send me send me the I'll link on Discord so I know what it looks like? If you find me one of these, I give you uh about forty dollars. Forty dollars for you, you know, and wow. then I'll pay for the. It's got sentimental, bro. It's sentimental. Wow, how nice is that? Well, nobody even gives a damn about these things. Bro. Why is this Wait, shit forty four dollars? I'm about to. One second, sorry. I sent in the just a picture. Does that work? That work? Yeah, just send the picture. I got just a picture for you. Karakuri. Hmm. This is this artwork. It's all right, I guess. It's all right. The art's pretty clean. Um, the game is even cleaner, baby. I gotta stop talking about Toko Bot on this Karakuri. podcast, bro. The one thing I'm worried about with these retro games is you know how people you know how to game stop or whatever. They're they're situated bookshelf style, right? Mm. But all the spines are in Japanese, so I'm like, how the hell? How long is it gonna take me to find out where Ratchet and Clank is? Like, how am I gonna find it? I'm just gonna you have gotta, to. You gotta do the research ahead of time, bro. Well, I mean, even if I look up what does Ratchet and Clank look like in Japanese, I'm not gonna remember that shit. Brother, you should have taken a little Japanese 101. Japanese 101. You can learn the just alphabet. Just to learn just the gonna, alphabet. I'm going to be sifting through. Just like, you know how you look like through a, a stack of DVDs or whatever? That's going to be me. Fucked up, bro. I'm telling you. You we'll should have looked up. You need to look up the characters for Ratchet. I see it right now. I, I recognize this shit from class, bro. You should have um, taken a class. It's a little course. And you know it's sorted by alphabetical order, but that don't mean shit to me. Mm. You fumble. Yeah. Neither here nor there. All right, let's talk about Evo. All right, uh, let's talk, let's make this the main topic of the show. I'm Evo ready, bro. Wrapped up this uh, past weekend, uh, and I didn't really watch any of it, quite frankly, until you put on the stream or until you like told us that the finals were coming up uh, in the in the Discord, and then we pretty much everybody started watching and commenting about it. Um, so, what do you give me your thoughts? All right, you. I don't. I don't know how much. Of Evo in total, you watch how many different games you watch X, Y, and Z. Uh, but give me your thoughts so far on the past weekend. So I think I'm going to preface it with a little bit by just talking about uh, my thoughts on Evo as a whole prior sure. to coming into this year. So you know, beforehand, you know, looking at the past couple of years that Evo or like the years that I've known of Evo's existence, I always thought it was a cool idea. You know, it's cool for fight- all the fighting game fans out there. Never had any, you know hate or shade towards it just never was my thing to tune into mm-hmm. this year however 
now that you know with the release of Street Fighter Six, I decided let me see, and I started watching you know a couple of people, you know, a couple of people's streams on Twitch, you know, just seeing how they play Street Fighter, so I can get better at playing Street Fighter. So then I was like, okay, maybe I'll actually tune into Evo. Um, finding out that I found out that I think they had over seven thousand entrants. Mm. In the uh, Street Fighter tournament, which is a- absolutely insane when you think about a like a tournament, you know, a head to head tournament, mm. and like, bro, that shit, it literally took the entire weekend. Like, yeah, <laughs> no, they they started on, yeah, you know, I think it was, you know, on Friday was like yeah. round one, round two, so or yeah, just round one or something like that. So I was very very hyped going into onto this Evo, and I don't think I was disappointed. You know, I think that obviously I went in, uh, you know trying to you know watch as much street fighter as i could um and i did get to see you know quite a bit quite a bit good street fighter um uh, especially in like the round twos and the um and the fight like obviously the finals mm-hmm. uh it was also super cool seeing like you know a couple of people that you know oh i i just watched this guy's stream like two days ago oh that's crazy i'm watching he he just randomly popped up as the the next match i'm like oh let's go he's popping off blah 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 and you're just rooting for random different people i'm like dang shot for this guy shot for this guy typical you know i guess like a sport it was a typical sports experience i guess mm-hmm. um and i did also watch a couple of the other games uh final games i think it was okay. like guilty gear and uh ultimate marvel versus capcom 3 do you know marvel what the deal is capcom. with like leafin leafin what's what's the deal what's the story behind him do you know i still don't know the full story um other than the fact that he you know was a he won smash ultimate i believe at evo as well Back when they had Smash at uh at Evo, I, I still don't remember why they took that away. <laughs> was it because of all the, the the pedophilia? It or? might have been all the pedophilia. That might have been the reason. Um, That's crazy. So I don't fully know why people hate this man laughing so much. I just do do know like every time I would see a Twitter thread, they'd be like mm, laughing. Well, he's done some bad things. Yeah, I'm like uh. I, was like, I, I kept confusing him with Leafy. I think it's some dude on Twitter who be saying racist do stuff. Not, do not confuse him. Do like, not confuse him for so that confused. no chin having ass bitch, bro. <laughs> Holy shit. I was so confused. I was like, dang, they let this man compete and he's actually good? What the hell? But now nah. I'm realizing it is not the same person. Nah, this boy Leffen was a, a, a pro Smash player turned Guilty Year player. Uh, people are hyping him up, obviously, because like, whoa, he turned around from a completely different style of fighting game to you know your stereo, your typical two D fighting game. Mm-hmm. However, I do know some of the hate came from his choice of character. I heard about that. Um, he's play he played an, a, an apparently overpowered character in Guilty Gear Strive, um, and so people thought that he it was like, bro, this man's just cheating, or I mean, he's not cheating, but he's just playing cheap, and Dang it's not man. fair to the real you know Guilty Gear characters in players. the game. Get the character's good. in the game. Like, why not? If he's that, bro, I mean, Just I like understand. Just like Blanca's in the game. Every character Blanc- should be able to be used, you know? Yeah, but Blanca's not. Technically, Blanca's not broken. He's just confusing to play against. You just gotta kind of, like, scratch your head. You're just like, huh? <laughs> he's a, he's an enigma, bro. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think he's broken. Uh, what? No, I'm fine. Uh-huh. My fault. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna bleep but yeah. that out, bro. Evo was a great time watching, um, and I'm sure we're going to talk about the uh, the finals of Street Fighter because, damn, that last, that <laughs> the Jeez. top six was crazy. I was Jeez. like, what is going on? Yeah. What about you, man? I know you only watched finals, right? I only watched finals. It was the same last year where I don't really, I for a while, I really didn't care about Evo at all. 
Um, and then recently, somebody will be like, oh, the finals are on. I'll turn it on and I'll actually get really invested in it. Um, I'm kind of interested. Do you know how? So everybody's on the same playing field, right? Like if if it's like, hey, like, uh, you know, there's 7,000 applicants. Nobody has a, a, a like a buy round or anything like that. So it's like first round, you get matched up. You could be getting matched up. You as Arsene, who wants to enter, could be getting matched up against Angry Bird first round. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I don't think they have like a seating or anything like that. That's as crazy. far as I know. Also, like, I'm curious how the commentators treat like first time applicants. Cause I know like in the finals or leading up to the finals, they did a lot of like this person's first appearance was five years ago. So I'm curious, mm-hmm. like, were they just bodying their first year there? And they just kind of like, has there, I'm really curious, has there ever been just like a no name climb the ranks and like make it to the finals? Like, and this is not somebody who's competed in any other tournaments that people actually are aware of. Do you not know too if that's sure. ever happened? I don't know. I don't know too much fighting game history off the top of my head. But I guess, like, I guess I don't know, like, the exact year matchup. But I know, like, for example, Mena RD from, you know, uh, the mm-hmm. runner-up, uh, you know, he said he started in 2017. And I think he, but I don't know what year he did this, but he placed sixth or, or like, you know, seventh or eighth or something, yeah. which i feel like it's pretty you know, obviously you know it's a lower tournament pool back then for street mm-hmm. fighter five but that's still relatively good so i think at the time you know he was probably like an up-and-comer i would say so i feel like the people that are hitting like you know 10th place 11th place like this year mm-hmm. we could be seeing them in the top six next year okay. or something like that but i feel like yeah, that could, this know. could make for a really good documentary if you follow one of the best players if you follow angry bird next year who you have a strong chance that they'll place in the top round six. I feel like that could be a sick document. Or if you just are documenting Evo itself and you just, you know, start to track with people who are making good progress and you interview people, I think that could be a really sick documentary and you can like frame it to be really interesting. I feel like we got to get on it, bro. We got to become, we got to become the filmmakers. That's true. Hey, if nobody else is doing it, we might as well do it ourselves. Right. Exactly. Um, But yeah, like I, I really, enjoyed the vibe of evo like it's really exciting to see something that feels like the people who you're watching got there organically right they're good Mm -hmm. but then these people have like interesting stories behind them it's just like hey the stakes are big like it's big to win an evo but they're not that big they're not being funded by fucking pepsi or whatever uh as like the official evo fighter of pepsi or anything like i think that's the difference between like when i see overwatch league stuff and when i see stuff like this is like watching overlap overwatch league just feels so like uh artificial like i know the mm-hmm. people playing it are you know real people they're trying hard they're training up but like the like it seems like the overwatch league esports uh, organization trying to organization is trying to make it a bigger deal than it is like they're trying to set the stage to be bigger than it is whereas when you see evo it's just like hey bro this guy flew to japan to fight this other guy and train that up and, and this stuff <laughs> and you're just hearing like these random stories and you're like oh shoot like this is kind of clean and it's like hey it's anybody's game and and the commentators make it really easy to follow where it's like if, they do. if you don't even know what's going on like i was watching the finals 
And there was stuff, they'd be like, no, no way, I didn't I, know you could do that. And I'd be like, so do what, bro? I, I didn't even know. You notice. can do that? <laughs> I'm like, do, do, what did he do? Like, I don't get it. But you still feel the energy. Like, Overwatch League, and I feel like League of Legends uh, esports kind of captures the same thing, where it's like, people kind of like, oh, wow, he ganked the whatever, whatever. The fuck. And it's like, oh, okay, I can kind of feel the energy in Overwatch League. You're switching angles. You're doing all sorts of things. You're saying all these different things that it's really hard to follow. Um, Trying to treat it like football or some shit like that. Exactly, exactly. So I really appreciate the presentation, uh, how they frame the the competitors and stuff like that. Uh, but before we get too much more into that, give me your thoughts on the fight, like the actual finals, and your thoughts about the uh, competitors and how it all went down. Like the top six or yeah, top six, okay. top six. So. Going into the top six, I had, like, expectations for about, let's see, four out of the six players. Angry Bird was not even on my radar. I saw his name, and I was like, bro, you cannot be named that, bro. That is a yeah. video game from 2008. What are we talking about? <laughs> yeah. So, Angry Bird and Kakeru, I didn't really know I have too much background in them, but I pretty much had, like, some level of interest in uh for the other players, or the okay. other four players. Mena RD, um, my, he was the first player that i saw win a tournament mm. um this was like two weeks ago i pulled up a random street fighter stream it's this like tournament called tampa never sleeps or something right okay. Obviously, you know, in tampa um they're always doing shit but they had like a tournament in person and there was this one dude who i was rooting for who was playing jury he was mm. like you know like they were like oh yeah this guy this guy's jury is super good he's so clean he's got the best reactions and then mina rd shows up i'm like what the heck who is this fucking dweeb rolling up <laughs> this dude beat the shit out of my dude. <laughs> I was like, with blanca i was like what do we do what is he doing why how, how come my man can't react what is going on and that's when he got on my radar so it, when i saw him in the top six i was like i'm not surprised and i was yeah. very like honest i was shocked that he was in the loser's bracket i really thought that he would have been you know, still kicking in the uh, winner's bracket. Mm-hmm. Hey, he, he somehow made his way down to the loser bracket, but he definitely obviously clawed his way back to the top, yes, all the way up to the uh, to grand finals. Um, Punk, I saw, uh, started, seeing, started seeing some shit from Punk a couple of weeks back. I had never really heard of him before. Um, I've, I saw his cami play at a couple of, you know, online tournaments, and I was like, okay, this guy's pretty clean. I definitely have a uh, grudge against cami because of your damn cousin. Oh wait, huh, quick sidebar, bro. Your cousin stopped messaging me, bro. He's oh, out here talking. No. He, he's out here talking about some. I just fought this plat five Manone player, and he was worse than you. If that makes oh, you feel better, no. I was like, no. I was like, bro, that doesn't make me Dang. feel better. I told Dang, him, I said, I'm not gonna feel. He's getting psychological warfare over here. He's, he's trying, trying to train me up, bro. He's trying to. I think he's trying to. You know, uh, like, uh, what's a good? person that trained somebody up by abusing them uh mr miyagi did mr miyagi abuse he didn't really abuse daniel sign like i'm thinking some anime motherfucker like uh like vegeta beating up trunks or something yeah, like that <laughs> he's like trying to like be like abuse me mentally so that way i'll become stronger that's what i think but anyway <laughs> <laughs> i got a vendetta against punk or against cammy um but i was excited to see punk also the only uh black dude in the top six shout out to him one time and usa and usa right like everybody else was not i was i was like what the heck them boys across the across the ocean they know how to do it better than us i guess they they invented it so i mean i guess so and then of course my boy high tiny the modern chun lee player brother 
when you t- like when you're talking about uh a dark horse this man came through he was in the winners bracket so you know he did not win, he did not lose a single game yeah. uh up to the point of the finals i was uh, i was rooting for him the whole time you know i think it, obviously modern controls has been a huge point of uh discussion in the street fighter community for those who don't know modern controls in street fighter 6 are a way to kind of make the inputs a little bit easier you don't need to do your quarter circles you don't really have to worry about any you know crazy uh you know directional inputs all you do is press like one direction and a special button and then you're already you know you're ready to go you're doing your uh hadouken you're doing your sure you can and you're having a good old time uh kicking it with the big dogs uh obviously the old heads they got a problem with it. They out here, of all, out here like, eh, you guys are, you guys aren't learning the game. You don't know what you're doing, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you're right. I don't know what I'm doing. Who That's cares? why I'm using modern controls. Like, who cares? You're <laughs> still going to beat me. Like, you most likely will still beat me if you know how to play the game. So modern controls really don't matter. Anyways, this guy, Hayatani, shows up, uh, a veteran of the series, uh, or yeah, veteran of the street fighter series. He shows up using these modern controls. People are looking, you know, all types of which way, like what the heck is going on? What is this guy doing? And he just absolutely stomped. He definitely yes, stomped sir. his way all the way to the, uh, um, the finals. And unfortunately he was taken out by, I believe Tokido and punk. Yeah. Yeah. Tokido and punk took him out, which, you know, I think it was just bound to happen, bro. Now, our boy, Hitani was, he's old, like, you know, physically old, man, old yeah. so he's an old man. So I don't, I just don't think he, uh, had to stay the, you know, the strength to stick it with the, with the young blood. So, uh, yeah, yeah man. I mean, I'm, I've jumped on my soapbox here talking about the finals. I was very hyped looking at all these games. I'm sure we'll talk, also we're going to talk about some hype moments that we saw. Mm-hmm. There's one in particular that I know we got to talk about, but what were your thoughts though with, uh, uh, this top six? Yeah. Like I said, like I didn't have context on any of these people. Like I might have seen Punk last year. I don't know if he was in the finals last year. Maybe, maybe not, but I was like, oh, he seems familiar. Uh, but everybody, I did not know these people going in. I just turned it on. And that's how I say, like, this is the mark of a good commentator, where they give you everything you need to know. Yeah, Punk is this, that, that. You know, he's coming from this background. He's coming from that background. Tokaido, you know, he's been doing this since 2005 or 2003 or whatever. <laughs> like, he's a veteran. And these two have met before, blah, blah, blah. Like, having this whole background... It's so exciting, right? And then you start to build your own head cannon. Like, oh, shoot, the matchup that everybody's <laughs> been waiting for. Like, of course, I've never seen these people before. But, like, when uh, Menard or uh, what's his name? Mena RD is uh, Men- Mena. And then RD is because he's from the Dominican Republic, Republic okay. uh, Dominique, whatever. Okay, okay. So uh, I'm just going to call him Menard. Menard and uh, uh, Tokaido. Like, they were, like, squaring up, like, right before the thing. I was like, let's go, mm-hmm. let's go. So, like, just having that background. And, like, then, like, quickly I started. I was like, okay, punk, U.S., black guy, okay, I'm going to root for him. So I was cheering for him for a while. And then I was like, oh, this is a modern player, though. Let's see if he can make it back through the losers mm-hmm. bracket. Uh, so, like, I started to have all those little personal stories, even though I didn't know these guys. Um I think the way it was framed was just really exciting and, and really interesting. And I immediately, like, had something to grasp onto, like, going into each game. And there was enough games for me to build a rapport with, like, whoever had lost, whoever was, you know, trying to get their rematch, get their one, whatever, uh, uh, as we kept going on. So I was really I was really attached, uh, which made the hype moments even better. Do you want to walk us through some of your favorite moments that we that we need to break down here? 
I do real quick before we go into the hype moments because you know mm-hmm. obviously I think that's a you know, gonna be a high little part. Uh, I want to talk cash money for Ooh, a moment. Okay. It is crazy to me, you know. Obviously, I guess in the grand scheme of things, this is like you know this is good money. Sure. But like the prize pool for uh, what is this for Street Fighter Six this mm-hmm. year was. Wait a minute, I'm doing quick. Well, I don't have the full quick math on me, but like. Less than like probably around like fifty thousand dollars. Okay. And I'm like, you know, when you think when I'm thinking esports, when I think the total pool, right? So like, the money really only go. I think money only goes to the top six players. Yeah, money I'm pretty sure only goes to the top six players. So it's just crazy to me to think that like, or I think it was sixty thousand dollars total. To think that like a, a, an event like this that has so much like hype behind it, and you know, it does I feel like it had like pretty fairly large sponsorships behind it. Mm-hmm. Really, only you know, play like Angry Bird only came out you know of a seven thousand man tournament with twenty k in his pocket. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean that's good. That's good money. Nice, but it's nice. But like, dang, I, you like when you look at League of Legends, when you look at. Oh, even Overwatch, Overwatch like we were talking yeah. earlier. I'm pretty sure those boys are making at least a hundred, like a hundred k. Yeah, I mean, sure, that's for the team as well. Whatever, that's what's mm-hmm. by five. Yeah, but okay, maybe it does add uh, up. I don't know. I, I remember I was listening to a podcast. Uh, I think it was the Trash Taste podcast, and they had some mm-hmm. uh, like Australian Fortnite YouTuber or whatever. He was talking about how he was in the very first Fortnite World Championship, and he was like he. He basically built a team. They asked him, they recruited him to build a team to compete in some like creative build challenge, basically doing like J uh relays or something like that. That's okay, basically sure. how he explained it. And he said they lost. Like out of the six teams, he got sixth place. And they said they gave him by himself ten thousand dollars. Everybody You're else got paid too, but they said Jeez. he got ten thousand. So this guy got ten thousand for coming in last in some not even the main challenge. This is some side off like competition that they asked him to be a part of. He got ten thousand. So that's all, that's about half of what Angry Bird got for for losing for showing up basically. So that's actually that crazy. Perspective, yeah. Apparently wow. they don't give that much money out at Fortnite comps anymore, but uh, that that did happen. They burned through that money, huh? That was uh, back in the in the, the early days. Man, nobody yeah. knew what the hell they were doing. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I just wanted to you know bring light to that because it just seems Appreciate like such a create, like a low amount for That's... kind of the you know I know obviously people could argue about this, but it just seems like you put in a lot of effort pulling in twenty k fighting tournaments in the world. It's got to. I feel like there's I mean, no. The I feel like it had to be the biggest. The I don't biggest. think there's ever been a pool. This large before. Yeah, this is the biggest for sure. It's got to be the biggest. So, just an interesting little moment there that I, or thing that I wanted to uh, draw light to. But the the top moments, the top gameplay, the top matches. Yeah. You know what I'm. You know where I want to go first. I want to go Tokido versus Kakeru. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So if I do, I, I don't know if I need to. Maybe I'll remind you a little bit yeah, what went down. So, so this is uh, Tokido playing his Ken versus Kakeru's. Uh, JP, oh, I'm talking yeah. like this was a neck and neck. Also, another like overall thing for these final games. I think every single match made its way to game five. Yeah, which just seems un- like I know all these dudes are good, but you think you would think that one person would have uh, like a strong edge against someone else. Yeah, somebody would have somebody download it. 
like somebody would get downloaded, somebody would be like a hard counter or somebody else and would be able to, you know, three oh them or, you know, two even like three one or something like that. Yeah. No, every match came down to the final match, final game pretty they much. Scrapping. They were pretty much scrapping the whole dang time. Um specifically with this Kakiru uh or his Tokido fight, Tokido's going they're like throwing blows. We're going you know, we made our way to the last round, last game, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. And the moment where I, it, it this happened multiple times, it was so crazy. I'm sitting here, you know, grabbing onto my chair, jumping up and down. I'm like, I don't know what is going on anymore. You think, you think that somebody is a, somebody pulls out their special move or they do something crazy and you're like, oh shit, that was it. That's it. That was a clean special yeah. move. And then Tokido comes in with his own special move. He like dodges the projectiles <laughs> on the screen. Does, I was like, there's no way. Guys. There's just no way he won. You, for, and it almost takes you, it takes you a minute to even realize, register what happened. You're like, who won? For the people at home who have not seen this, you have to go watch these, you gotta go watch these this final fight. fights. Cause they, these are crazy. There's literally a moment where I'm watching, like, I'm like, damn. Cause like, like I said, they set it up. Tokido has, He's this veteran, like, blah, 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 this, that, and the other. And he should be winning. And Kakadu, like, turns the tables. And you're like, oh, shit, it's about to be over. This is, you know, game five match match point, essentially. Whoever wins this. And Tokido literally has a slither, a slither of health, basically. Like, you can't even see it on the screen anymore. The screen is filled, <laughs> the screen is filled, filled with things. Or if you even accidentally bump into something, he's dead. He like hops around, and you're just like, "How is this possible? Like, how?" It's kind of like you know what it reminds me of. Have you ever had those? I remember these moments when I was a kid that were like some of the best moments ever. Where you're doing a boss fight for mm-hmm. however you're doing a boss fight for hours or whatever, and like you already know. Sometimes you just know the patterns. You're like, "Oh, if I get hit by this, I'm dead." Sometimes I would, like, get hit by a boss, and I'd be like, all right, I'm basically dead. Let me go ahead and die real quick. And then I'm like, wait a second. Wait, I'm still alive. Like, wait a oh. second. Wait, am I about to do this? <laughs> and you actually kill the boss with, like, a slither. You're like, whoa, let's go. Or, like, sometimes you're so close to the end of a boss fight, but you have a slither, and you're like, there's no way. But I'm going to try. And you clutch you get, up. You clutch it? Come on. He, Tokaido clutched this fucking win somehow, some way. Man, I I still I, I pulled the clip up just now. It's honestly it seems in, inhuman the way <laughs> he. Oh, I guess it's not that inhuman. I see what I see what happened. He literally just like put his special input in right when uh, uh, Kakiru was about to you know hit him with the last move. But it did seem like he was done though for a yeah. mo- like for up till the last moment because he was getting comboed to shit, bro. He was getting destroyed. <laughs> uh, man, that probably was one of the i think that might have been that's probably my favorite moment yeah. of of the final more more hype uh for me than the the actual final well no there was there that a one lot of moments the one like actual grand finals game where or maybe it was i don't know if it was grand finals or not but it was uh mena rd pulls out the blanca and he hit somebody with the craziest combo oh. I, have, I have never the one where he You're like talking about the perfect ko it was the perfect KO where he had some dude. He had the dude up against the wall, and then used his. I think the Blanca Ultimate, which I still yeah. don't really know what it does. It like electrifies <laughs> him like yeah, permanently it, or it some shit. Your, yeah, boosts the electric attacks. 
and Boozer's electric attack, he had this motherfucker stun trapped on the wall <laughs> in the air, bro. I was like, you can't yeah. do that. How is he on the wall it still, like bro? It cheating, bro. It, it, this was it, against Punk. <laughs> Wait, it was against like, Punk. Okay. Like, oh no! I was like, oh, this is bad. This is bad. <laughs> it's like poor Punk. We wanted him to go to the end, but nah. Mina, Mina is a very, very skilled player. I actually missed when he first came out on the uh, stage. He had on his one piece jacket, bro. Oh, he had nah, on the uh, the coat for Whitebeard. You don't know Whitebeard, but sure one of, he's one of the he was one of the big big boys you know around the middle of the series mm-hmm. uh he had on his coat and was like you know pointing to the back and shit like that and i was okay, like that's, that's clean, clean bro that boy is clean so that was another good moment and i'm trying to think if there's one more between some player i know i don't like remember who like the specific moments in my head but there were so many moments like where you think it's over like you're mm-hmm. like oh, okay they're downloaded but then somehow like i remember uh meta rd Definitely had a couple moments where he's like, there was one moment against Punk where I think he clutched up where he should have died, but Mm -hmm. he like somehow dodged or like maybe uh, Punk had gotten uh, burned out or something and Mena somehow comboed him just enough to like uh, take the round, which I think ended up uh, turning the tables on the whole match. Uh, But there were a lot of those moments where you're like, there were a lot of moments where I thought somebody else had won. And, like, I'm looking at the score, bro. I'm like, oh, shit, they got a point like, Wait, that. what? I thought they lost. Uh, but it's kind of hard to describe. I highly recommend people go back and watch some of these last finals matches because they were really, really entertaining. Yeah, this is some of the most entertaining fighting game experience I've seen. You know, and I think, uh, you know, some fighting games, I will say, like uh, Marvel vs. Capcom, Mm-hmm. That's like a that's a over that's overstimulating, bro. I, that's mm-hmm. like if you want to go have a seizure real quick, go watch them some Marvel vs. Capcom. That shit, nah, that's not for me. Uh, Street Fighter, however, <laughs> although it is a fast paced game, you know matches don't take very long or you know rounds don't take very long, it still seems easy enough to follow. Like you can tell like whose turn it is. You can tell like all right, this person, you know, throwing up their combo, they're going crazy. Then now we're in our, our neutral game, blah blah blah. Like each phase seems very like easily has easy visibility. Mm-hmm. Um so I think that this is the perfect perfect little finals to watch. If you're not too interested in fighting games, you think oh it's just a bunch of bullshit on the screen. It's not. It's not too much bullshit. It's not as much bullshit on the screen with Street Fighter Six. I think it does. Yeah. That, that makes the experience that more enjoyable. Yeah, for sure. I, I think I've said this already many times, but I think like whenever you can frame the competition as like something bigger than it is, like some like oh, you can give some history to, to as to why this is super personal or or set up the backstory, set up the stakes. I think it makes things way more interesting. Uh, and I think a big part of that is the commentators. And yeah, mm. these finals has some great common commentators, like setting everything up, know, giving you exactly what you needed to know, or indicating when you needed to be hyped and paying attention. Um, yeah, luckily for Street Fighter, there's not too much to process on the screen at once. It's just you know, 2D people punching each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I'm definitely going to be tuning into more Evos in the future. I would love to go to Evo. I don't know what I would do there, just sit around watching people punch each other, other <laughs> in these games, I don't know, but like it seems like the atmosphere would be crazy in these uh, games. 
Yeah, for sure. Like you would, I, you know, one thing you could do, I don't know if you were, you might have been tuned in too much to this, but, uh, there was an ad that played every time they went to commercial break. The first ad they would play Chipotle ad. Uh, mm. voiced by, voiced by this guy named Sajam, who was one of the two common, the white guy commentator for mm-hmm. finals, um, of, for the finals of Street Fighter 6. Um, so everybody, you know, they knew his voice, blah, blah, blah. They played, they played this ad every commercial break. And I'm pretty oh, sure what oh. happened here is that they, like, when in the actual Evo Stadium or whatever conference center they were located at, they yeah. had a TV screen up there where they also played the ad. Because every time they put the ad would play, I would hear through the stream everybody going, yeah, <laughs> cheering for this damn Chipotle ad. I was That's like, holy shit. It, it it became a meme by the end of the by the end of Dang. the Evo tournament. It was definitely a meme. So uh, shout out to Chipotle. Shout out Chipotle one time, and shout, shout out to the crazy fans. Shout um, out our free burritos we got. Shout out our free burritos. I forgot to mention that. Uh, I forgot who announced it. Some, some random dude said he said, "Hey, go go text this number right now. You got a free okay. burrito." Right, I guess I'll do got. that real quick. So shout out to them one time. That's crazy. I basically you see got the, the same prize as uh, Angry Bird. I got free burrito. <laughs> Holy I don't do them like that, bro. Don't do them like that. Did you see the um, part where like the mayor of uh, Las Vegas came out? I heard about and, that and was like, "Today, August third or August sixth or whatever." Is Evo National Evo or you know is Evo Day recognized yeah. in Nevada? I was like, what the heck? That's, that's actually really insane for anything. A little town. I mean, I guess Las Vegas ain't no little town, but cities Las love. Vegas is kind of a none of they stuff. do. It's kind of clean for a, a fighting shop game. Evo. Shout out for anything video game related to get a little little day. That is true. We need to make it national. I should get the day off. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm calling up Joe Everybody Byron right now. Up. Call up Joe Byron. Tell him we need, we all need to get the day off so we can go compete in Evo. Everybody <laughs> should gotta, be able to compete. Got to hit the lab first. Hit the, the lab. Enshrine that in the Constitution. Just like we got a right to vote, we should have a right to compete <laughs> in Evo. Right to compete in Evo. That's crazy. No, you can't be, can't be uh, turned away from Evo. You know what? <laughs> stay One in thing, line. Stay in line. I don't want to get too, you know in the weeds on this one but like i feel like where are the women at bro like Ooh, why are there no girls at like I, like I don't, I don't really understand the only there was only one girl i saw guilty gear and i was the only i mean maybe i'm just not looking maybe you know i don't you know they're somewhere in the deep in the seven thousand pool oh, God. <laughs> something like that but it just does it just seem crazy i feel like yeah, we need, that's a good it, point we need some more more uh Female representation. Oh, I don't care. We got to figure it out, Evo. I mean, if they're in the pool or we're just getting mollywhopped, I don't know. Maybe we need to. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, what to I tell don't know if we. Yeah, I don't know if we need to make a women's bracket. It doesn't seem. I don't yeah, think. I don't think like there needs to be a women's bracket. Yeah. It seems like a double edged sword because it's like they're not good enough to compete with against the men. I know, big, right? So you know, it's I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hit the buttons, bro. Yeah, like, yeah I don't know. So uh, well, I agree. We got the minority representation. We just need to we need to get the uh, the female representation in there as well. Or yeah, we only have minority representation. representation. Non binary. We got Sonic Fox. Sonic Fox is non binary, right? Sonic Fox is non binary, so, I believe. It's know, also they're, furry. They're doing so. their thing. They're doing their thing and getting their represent. They got the the furry community getting well represented. 
as one of the you know, <laughs> one of the top players. But what a women, yeah, man. Yeah, what a women in. What a women in one time. I, another thing I thought was crazy was the fact that uh, there were no white people in Dang. the final. I was like, damn. No, I don't even got, know if there were any white people I, in the top twenty-four. That's crazy. I was like, damn. Where y'all at, bro? <laughs> y'all, eighty percent of the country. I can't even show up. No, I'm playing. No, I'm crazy. playing. I'm playing with y'all. <laughs> Dang, book it here first. Our sense that we need more white representation <laughs> white, at Evo. White. Like, go ahead and quote it. Go ahead and quote it right now. Sign Uncle Arson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Lord um, have mercy. What was I going to say? I think that's it. That's it. Man, what a good time. What a good weekend. We should have had Nelson on the call. He'll probably be like, why didn't you invite me on this episode? We should have. We didn't have time, bro. We, didn't, we, we couldn't get it all together in time. I got to go to Tokyo, all right? We'll maybe I'll, maybe I'll have to hit him up for next week. Yeah, maybe maybe Nelson can be your guest. Actually, I don't want. I don't know if I want. If I, if I can beat him in Street Fighter between now and then, then I, you better I believe I'm getting him on the podcast. Oh nah, so you only but gonna bring him on if you get a dub. That's I'm only bringing style. him on if I get a dub. So. Stacking the, stacking the uh, court against him. That's all good. That's how we do it, baby. Well, with that, let's go ahead and get ready to sign off. This was a fun episode. I love talking about Evo. Go watch the clips if you haven't already. But uh, I got to get ready. I got to get ready to build some story for Don't you guys. Worry. Our sim will take over the podcast while I'm gone uh, with some guests. We don't have a book yet, but it'll be a surprise. Will it be Jacob? Will it be Luke? There's a good chance. There's a good chance it'll be Jacob or Luke. But maybe it'll be R. Maybe it'll be Jose. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, but you have to tune in next week to find that out. So go ahead and do that. Tune in next week. Until then, thank you guys for listening to Player Player. As always, go ahead and review us on your podcasting platform of choice. Give us five stars, no more, no less. Five stars max, unless there's a six-star option now, then go ahead and click that too as well. Big shout-out to Aaron Miller for the intro music. You can follow him at the Miller Child on Instagram. You can find me on social media as the Hoop Man, where the E is a three. You can find my co-host Arsene here as Pax Arsenico on Twitter and Twitch or Arsene Lockbutt on Instagram. Uh, by the way, as always, the links to the uh, Discord, the link to the website, the link to the Twitter, all that good stuff is in the description below, as well as a little fun excerpt that Arsene likes to write about the episode. So go ahead and check that out. And until next time, guys, keep gaming. Game on, folks.